Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Podcast. That's wrestling spelled W-R-S-D-L-I-N-G. It's all over the graps, but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti-E. We're simply pro-wrestling. My name is Liam. This guy is Gareth. Hey. And folks, it's been a while. Hope you're all doing well. I know Farah and Gareth have done a wonderful job of keeping you company with interviews from Ueno and Shoko, both of which I enjoyed thoroughly. So well done to you both. Well done Thank to Gareth. Is that okay if we amalgamate those two? <laughs> That's our, uh, our co-host name, is yeah, it? Yes, so it, it certainly works better than Guillaume or Lariff, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go, back in the driving seat, and my goodness, there's been plenty going on. So we just thought we'd have a bit of a stroll around the houses, having a look at what's been going on, what hasn't, and speculating on the future, asking your opinion as well, folks. We do like to get you involved. We want to hear what you think about what's been going down. So let's jump straight into it. Uh, where should we start? Gareth, should we go with a bit of that stardom? Yeah, magic? we haven't been yeah. talking. We haven't had a chance to talk much stardom lately. So keen to dive in there. Yeah, two big, big shows. It really feels like over the last year or so. I mean, for hardcores, maybe less so, but certainly for casuals and the general consensus on the internet, even things like on the Observer newsletter, it really feels like stardom pay-per-views have solidified themselves as must-see mm. shows and shows of the utmost quality. You often see Meltzer referring to them as, you know, this one's going to be another big one, or these are always of such high quality, they're consistent. And that's an amazing thing for that promotion to have established oh, yeah. with an international audience. It's just a shame they're so damn expensive. Yes, yeah, like it really is kind of cost prohibitive. Best thing is to do is just try and go into to lockdown online and sort of not look at anything until they go up on Stardom World and save yourself, what is it, like £40, something, something ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit on the rough side, isn't it? But that being said, there's plenty of good stuff there. I mean, look, we got to talk about our pal May, haven't we? That's it. we got to yeah. start there. I know it's not main event, but still... Mesa Ruga of Choco Profane making a mark on stardom and earning a shot of a high-speed title. Winning the Rumble. Oh, man, that's going to be crazy. May versus Azumi? Dead excited for that. That's going to be top-notch. But I really, you know, just more generally, I really enjoyed both May and Yuna Mizumori or Yunamon's performance in the Rumble itself. I thought Yunamon made such a great account of herself and loved seeing her here. And also... One of my favorite moments in the Rumble is she puts her little pineapple hat uh, on somebody backwards, so their ponytail is sticking out the little face hole, and beats <laughs> them up. And that just re- that just really popped me in the moment. Uh, I just wanted to draw attention to that. I think the idea of somebody having a pineapple head with a ponytail <laughs> face is quite scary. <laughs> so yeah, that it was a, it was a very fun Rumble because I, I don't know if you remember they did a kind of all-star rumble like a year ago and it really like dragged and so i feel like i feel like they really got it honed here they kind of you know it this felt much more like the sort of length these sort of matches should go yeah i agree it's a tough thing to get right isn't it you know i think i can count on one hand how many truly good battle royals there have been few and far between you know and uh, I, I can understand why it's so difficult to put together, but this was certainly one of the better ones. And yeah, exciting outcome because I think May is going to be brilliant in that mm, match and mm. be intrigued to see what this what this means for her, you know? Yes. Because of course, as we found out when we last spoke, May Saruga and May Saint Michel are not the same person. Yeah. You made that mistake. Yeah, it was, I got it was told corrected. Yeah. Um, but if we were to hypothesize that they they were one and the same. Mm-hmm. You know, are we saying that 
May is in TJPW and Stardom <laughs> and Chocolate. Well, wow. You know, and it's not like May doesn't make appearances in other Joshi Indies as well. You know, she is really, she's creating so much value for herself, making herself kind of undeniable. And I think, you know, we've personally discussed as well. It feels like she's, you know, she's obviously one of the aces of Choco Pro and just making herself so important to the scene outside of Choco Pro as well. Mm, mm. And is she making that play to do a, have a proper in-ring run in AW? I think so. I think that's where she's ultimately bound. I just think she seems to be enjoying being over there for that short while, yeah. that excursion. Oh, yeah. And I think as well, so much of what she does is actually with the global audience in mind, you know, mm. knowing where the camera is playing up to that. It's with a television audience mindset. Yeah. So in many ways, she's kind of wasted not doing that. Yeah. And it certainly doesn't hurt that her English is getting so good as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And perhaps we shall be putting that to the test sooner rather than later. But stay tuned for any forthcoming announcements. Uh, just one more thing on the contract situation. Like, I really like the idea that what you got is what the management at Stardom and TJPW got that, for example, the guys at Stardom were like, hey, aren't you signed to Cyberfight? She's in the that's, that's me, Sam Michelle. She's great. She's my favorite, but that's not me. And it's, <laughs> I love that so much. She's just sticking to it rigidly. Oh, so good. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, what else jumped out at you over these two shows? I thought prominence were a ton of fun here. Prominence. You know, really, really enjoying that whole thing and their feud with DDM or what's left of DDM. Yeah, DDM have been obliterated. Very sad. I suppose something had to give. And I love the way that they built the whole Shuri Julia thing that this match was so big that regardless of the outcome, they couldn't possibly remain in the same faction, much less a tag team. I don't know, it really did prove just how important that red belt is really yeah you know hell of a couple of matches back-to-back nights for shuri as well she's just on another level at the second isn't she really top top draw but what i will say is i really hope utami doesn't get lost in the shuffle now she's not the the champ just because she's just top notch as well so you know i'm just kind of keeping everything crossed that she'll uh remain a factor at the sort of top of the card here yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind it if she scooped the white belt yeah. in the interim. Well, you know, she she has just lost, you know, on the first night she had, her, had the title match against, for the white belt against Sire, Tall Sire, who, I'll tell you what, has just, is so, so good now. Like, oh, is yeah. just ki- absolutely killing it. So, I, and that was one of my favorite matches of the two nights, actually, was, was Sire and Utami. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see her win one of the tournaments and maybe revisit that one. Yeah. Uh, Sire keeps hold of it. But yeah, that's the one uh, you sort of quibble about at the second, isn't it? Is she going to remain a factor? I certainly hope so, because I really enjoyed what she did last year. Mm. Um, yeah, it would be a shame for her to descend down the car. Definitely. We could, we've also got to touch on the re-debut of Kyrie. Yes. And man, that was so exciting when I saw that, that she was announced and she was coming back. It just felt good. It was a real feel-good story. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that really struck me watching her, I mean, she's still excellent, obviously, mm. but when she was on the top rope uh, ahead of that first elbow drop, you took a long pause. And I was just thinking, gosh, if you've spent a couple of years away from the ring and you feel healthy, if you actually look at the trajectory of her body 
as she falls. Bunkers, it's basically it? a top rope back bump, isn't it? Yeah. And crikey, you got to really set, psych mm, yourself mm. up for that one. So, no fair play to her. It's amazing. It's still one of the most awe-inspiring moves in wrestling. Yeah. And yeah. Who knows where where she's going to end up this year? My so I do think that I was so I really enjoyed her being back, and she's still a ton of fun and re- obviously very good in the ring. But the uh, her singles match against um, Starlight Kid, it just did, I think maybe my expectations were too high, perhaps. But it I feel like it under delivered what I was expecting. Still very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was a bad match by any stretch. But like I feel like those two have more in them. I think hopefully we'll revisit that down the down the road. Tough one, isn't it? Because the bar's super duper high there, isn't it? Um, but yeah. Slick is only going to go on to bigger and better things this year as well. I could see her picking up again another one of the tournaments. I'm going to say this yeah. about a few people, and there's only a couple of tournaments they could possibly <laughs> win. But well, you know, we're we're on the on the road to you know on the Cinderella tournament road at the moment. So it'd be interesting to see who comes out on top there. Yeah, I don't have a strong feeling at this moment in time. I mean, the the field is so huge. And I didn't feel like coming out of those two shows, there was an obvious winner, which in many ways makes it more exciting. But yeah, it, it will be interesting to see. But then when we roll around to the second tournament of the year, that one tends to That's the biggie, be a little bit it? more signposted. Like it's got to be one of these guys, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it would be interesting. But what a great state that company's in at the second. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because they're kind of, out of everybody, they're isolated from the forbidden door as it were mm. more so than every other company bar wwe so they haven't had that u.s exposure that aw has been providing to practically every company in japan yeah but yet it's still gradually built this huge brand and following yeah. over the past couple of years just few through sheer quality of performance alone which is incredible so yeah. you know fair play to them they're certainly doing something right yep couldn't agree more all right let's move on where should we go next new japan, we, new another japan. promotion that we haven't touched on a great deal lately no and you know they've kind of come back into form of recent yes, i would say new so. japan cup has been a Oof. big success zsj taking a second new japan cup here yeah it's interesting isn't it you know how far can zsj go can he can he bridge the gap and take the top title? It feels a bit early in Okada's reign for him to do so at this junction, but mm. I wouldn't rule it out. No, like I think that would be a really he's he I think ZSJ can be a really fun antagonist. Yeah, definitely. And the thing I like about Zach is that he particularly when he wins big tournaments like this, he feels like it feels very real. Yeah. You know, in, in MMA you get folks of different body shapes and yeah, sizes and you know he has a skill set that is me- based around his body shape effectively mm. and he uses it perfectly it's kind of like anderson silver was back in the day like he wasn't jacked to the gills no. he was rangy and that worked perfectly with the style that he created you know oh, um and so zach's kind of the same in that regard and with that in mind he can beat anybody because mm. of that so long as he doesn't get dragged into a fist fight, which happens so often, but that's the Brits for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see it. I don't know if it's going to happen this time. I'd be very surprised, but I'd really like to see him pick up the, the top title, mm. you know, next year, maybe. I, I imagine 
Okada is going to keep it for the remainder of the year, but I, c- I could be wrong. But yeah, um, I'm sort of really lighting my prayer circle to willing a uh, Zach win over over Okada personally. Thing is, man, you know, after sailing beneath stormy skies for many years, you know, it's perhaps coincidental or perhaps not that now that Okada is back at the top of the card, the sky appears to be clearing and the sun is shining on New Japan once again. Mm. You know, do they do they move away from him so quickly? I think they'd be reluctant to personally. Sure, sure. Gone back to a good thing. Yeah, even if it's superstition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than anything else. But of course he's wonderful and, you know, absolutely deserves to be at the top of the yeah. card. But I'd be surprised if they moved on from him. Time, time will tell. But yeah, man, fingers crossed for Zach. Um, nice to see a few different people in there as well. I love that Shima's popping up yeah. in New Japan and the Strong Hearts more generally. You know, this is this has been something that's been missing the last couple of years. Yes. In New Japan was just those kind of fresh, fresh faces from outside the company, you know, usually that'd be coming in from uh the US and maybe the UK. Uh but you know, we haven't even seen much of that due to the pandemic. So yeah, kind of having somebody that's a little bit fresh coming in really been you know shot in the arm yeah it's amazing what a fresh face can do and it certainly has worked wonders i'm interested to see how things will develop now that international travel is becoming more prevalent in japan again yeah okay we could see guys from the us and japan go out which would be exciting and i think that's what a lot of people want Mm -hmm. but i hope that doesn't come at the expense of the cross-promotional activity that we've been beginning to see it'd be a real shame because i'd love to see someone from noah in the g1 or someone from all japan in the g1 or the best super juniors it would be a shame to lose that no reason why you couldn't do both of course i just wouldn't want to see it you know chalked off because we can get x guy from the us Mm -hmm. oh absolutely you know and they are doing they are kind of doing some stuff with all japan at the moment so yeah, it'd be kind of yeah, I'd love to see some some more guys from there popping up, like you say, in the G one or perhaps the uh best of super juniors later in the year or even the tag league. Yeah. But I think one way or the other, we're gonna get a more diverse diversified roster this year, mm. which is exciting. And it really has been what New Japan's been calling out for for the last yeah. two years, basically. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, let's that I think that feeds quite nicely into Noah at the moment as well. Like they've announced like a slew of imports. Um, yeah. which is, is very exciting lots of imports lots mm. and lots Slexi yes so pumped for him he's, yeah. I think he's really going to fit in great there and I'm really excited to see him sort of uh, mix up with some of the, the Noah heavyweights do you think he's going to be in the heavies or is he going to be in the juniors Has it, have they said uh, I, I, th- I think he's got surely he's got to be in the, in the heavies I don't know yeah you could, you, you could be right one thing that really struck me or two things that struck me when he announced when that was announced mm. Um, he posted a picture, I think shortly before the announcement, of him looking absolutely shredded. And I remember mm-hmm. from when you spoke to him, he was on a diet yeah. and actually bemoaned our usual questions on favorite <laughs> All the food questions, snacks yeah. and stuff. I was like, crikey, it sure has paid off. And then also you actually raised the prospect of him going to know it. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he knew then. Maybe, you know, but know. yeah, we've been, we've been being Slack's cheerleaders for a little while now so really yeah. pleased to see him getting that opportunity again yeah interesting for the Aussie scene now because you mm. know Slex going to Japan I don't think wholesale but it'll certainly be there for a fair period of time and of course Adam Brooks has moved to the US now 
So the space is at the at the top of the card, you know, in MCW. Yeah. You know, as we saw with him, Brooksy dropping the, the belt recently to Mitch Waterman. Yeah, you know, great opportunity for him as well. Like he's been somebody, Waterman's been somebody that's been good for a long time now. And it's really interesting that he's getting that opportunity uh, right at the top of the card there in MCW. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Be intrigued to see if there's any more exports this year from the Aussie mm. scene. I'd imagine the Velocities, maybe Royce Chambers, you know, yes. make a move elsewhere even temporarily but yeah it's interesting times you definitely you know so so much wrestling so little time but i'm super pumped to see dragon bane back in noah yeah if you haven't seen dragon bane before he's awesome feels like the kind of next evolution mm. of the luchador and he and uh canis loopers uh, mm-hmm. were both over there uh over in Noah a few years ago and did good things and then of course you got renee dupree's going back yeah and i think el hijo de Dr. Wagner as yeah, well. I believe they were so, tag yeah. team champions. Oh, interesting. And they, I, I don't think they actually lost from memory. Mm. I think it was just the they pandemic. Vacate. They had to yeah. vacate. So I'd be interested to see yeah. if they slot straight back in or not. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, Noah's really freshening it up. There's a lot yeah. of folks going over well, there. Obviously, you know, another person that we've spoken to is heading out there, Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac, of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, pumped, pumped for him. You know, he had a uh, pretty good showing on the recent ROH Supercard of Honor. You know, like obviously got got beat there by uh, Brian Cage, but you know all of the offense he got in looked flush and stunning. Um, you know, so that's maybe open some eyes to people that maybe weren't aware of him previously as well. Yeah, but yeah, that Noah Junior division is looking Hot tasty. Enough. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, and also we can't forget Chris Ridgeway. Oh, of course. Yeah, geez, there's so many going yeah. over, isn't there? <laughs> That's so, wild. you know, you've got to imagine there's going to be a similar slew floodgate opening back to back to New Japan as well. I would have thought so. But maybe they're just not telegraphing exactly who and when is coming over like uh, like Noah. They're kind of yeah. keep playing their playing their cards close to their their chest. I think there'll be certain guys that are really itching to do it. You know, New Japan USA has become quite a yes. big thing, certainly among hardcores, because it is a it's a quality TV show or mm. quality quality internet show yeah um well and i just think it'll be good getting jay white you know for one back in back in the, the u.s yeah agreed and i think somebody from these shows that will have their eye on a, a spot in japan is michael oku yeah you, know, you gotta think so he's had some good performances this year yeah look go on the Meltzer scale um yeah. And he's, you know, he's probably one of the ones that you think you look at the UK scene, think, yeah, he, he's he's near the top of the trees yeah, and sure. he's ready to go. So. Yeah, he'd be a shot in the arm for any Japanese junior division that would that would have him. Yeah, no, it's, it is exciting, very exciting. Um, let's talk about somebody going the other way then, from Japan to the US, and that's our pal, the main man, Takeshita man, who sort of unceremoniously. Dropped that KOD Openweight Championship quite surprisingly, from my perspective. Mm, um, it felt really to... soon after the huge journey he took to unseat Akiyama to kind of drop it so relatively swiftly to uh, to Endo. Yeah, was I was I was sad to see it. Not to say yeah. that Endo isn't an incredible talent and deserving to deserving to be champion, but I would like a bit more of a of a run up to it maybe. Yeah, it did feel soon. I don't know if that's been expedited by any plans in the US, but it, it certainly felt soon from my perspective yeah. anyway. But obviously extremely excited for 
Takesha, just from speaking to him, you know, he could tell he really is keen to wrestle out in the States. And, you know, it sounded like he he basically on his off his own back flew himself out to the the States for his last uh, little excursion to AEW. So, yeah, be really interested to see what comes of it. And I hope he can be a shining light for DDT and open more people's eyes stateside to DDT. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I think the discourse around DDT got a little bit muggy for a while. Once that Christopher Daniels announcement about the formal working relationship, mm. which I actually thought was already in place, but yeah. clearly there's been a uh, development in that. You know, there are some. Look, you can't watch everything, so and you don't know what you don't know. But there were some opinions flying around out there, which were just so far off the mark oh, really? in terms of what DDT and TJPW are about, and you know, particularly DDT. Oh, it's all comedy. Oh, it's all yeah. giant pandas. Well, it is comedy and it is giant pandas, but it's also, you know, some of the most high end pro wrestling. It's also some of the most know, cutting edge sort of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's fleshed out as well. You know, it's it's pro wrestling, it's Japanese pro wrestling that's actually perhaps more in line with the expectations of an American audience in terms of having yeah. more variety up and down the card yeah. and not being so strong style focused. So the idea that they'd be less you know, likely to be compatible than, say, New Japan, I found really surprising. Yeah, it's, it's couldn't be, you know, it's just so far off the mark. Yeah, it, it speaks to a degree of ignorance, to be honest with you. But there's no hate here. Um, no. You know, if you're one of those folks and you don't know enough about DDT uh, and you're worried about how they're going to get on with AEW, then listen to this podcast, check us out. We're going to tell you all about DDT. And there's so many really, like, top-notch DDT matches you can watch for free on yes. YouTube as well. So, you know, check check some of that out to get an idea well, of, you know, there's some good Takeshita matches on there. For even if you if you want, go on the AEW YouTube because you have oh, Takeshita yeah. versus Danny Limelight from mm-hmm. when Takeshita last went on excursion. And that was one of the best matches of the year. It was fantastic. Mm. It was a really, really good match. Mm. So that's well worth seeking out if you haven't seen it already. But yeah, I'm intrigued to see how he's gonna get on. I don't know how he's how long he's planning to be out there, but regardless, my I'd understanding like... is he's going to be out there for a full year. Is oh wow, what I, what, I, what I saw being bandied around. Well, I really hope they take the opportunity to integrate him into some storylines and don't yeah. just have him floating around doing exhibitions. You know, get this yeah. guy a storyline. He's fantastic, and he's going to enhance the show no end. Definitely, poor poor the rest of the naked friends though. I know, I know. Who's going to step up and become the leader? <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the natural fit seems to be Ueno, doesn't it? Yeah. So, let, you know, time time will tell. He's but, the most serious of the, yeah, of the naked friends. I do think it'll be really interesting to kind of see the landscape of a DDT that Takeshita perhaps comes back to, you know, like being away for, you know, if it is indeed a year, coming back a year down the line and kind of his friends have moved on, things have changed, you know, new alliances new outlooks you know i think it'd be i think that'd be really interesting for like long time viewers anyway yeah definitely i mean i wonder if he'll make the trip back for big events mm. in the meantime but part of me kind of likes what you're pitching there so just keep him away from a year and you know completely reshuffle the deck and see yeah. what happens well you think you know that's one of the things i think ddt is actually really is really interesting about ddt is how their factions don't just run and run and run. You know, they work often have these matches where, you know, the losing unit has to disband. So, you know, Damnation more recently, you know. All out. Kind of all out. Yeah, of course, you know, 
there's so many the factions come and go like the changing of the tides <laughs> yeah no i don't disagree one thing i'd really like to see in ddt is a prolonged run of prominence there i mean prominence mm. are everywhere but prominence as a unit you know really mowing through the competition i think would be a lot of fun hell yeah yeah very very kind of keen on them you know and the fact that they've had what was it, I think two two shows on on Wrestle Universe now as well, Prominence. So yeah, yeah, long long may it continue. So if we're to assume that Take isn't going to be around for the foreseeable, mm. then who on earth does Endo wrestle at Cyberfight Festival? Inter intra burning stable conflict, uh, Endo Akiyama. It's got to be, hasn't it? That feels like the one. That definitely feels like the one. I think didn't Akiyama win the title from Endo yes. initially? So there's there's that kind of story to play on as well. But yeah, I think that's the obvious one, isn't it? That's the next really big singles match that they could do, I think. But you can't beat Akiyama too often, no, I don't think, anyway. No. Yeah, it has to be it has to be, you know, rare and meaningful. I do like how he will drop the occasional match in tournaments though. Yes, me too. Me too. That makes all the sense in the world. I think outside of Akiyama, I'd love to see Ueno get the shot. I think mm, it'd be a wonderful, mm. um, you know, shop window for him. I think he's really the next big, big star, isn't he? In, in DDT for my yeah. money. Not least because he's appeared on this podcast, and that's how things tend to work. <laughs> we, yeah, we. I don't know how we manage it. <laughs> I'm surprised more people don't come to us just for bookings. Just yeah, just for the uh, just to get the wrestling pod bump. Mate, do you know what? I'm so glad that's reversed though, because initially, yeah, anyone we spoke to <laughs> lost their big match. So, thank God that's changed. Yeah, we, us. we will never get guests. Reversed our fortunes there, but yeah, Blimey. and also, you know, the other thing, big thing coming out of uh, Judgment for for me was was CDK taking the tag team titles. Hell yeah, CDK all day. They're so, everywhere. Double double tag champs now. I was sad to see Best Bros lose those um, Asia Dream tag titles. <laughs> Oh yeah, but... you know we should probably, you know, as we're kind of circling that, we should, you know, we it's been so long we didn't get to chat about Chocker Pro two hundred and obviously no. you know everything everything that's been going on, you know, like Chocker Pro continuing to just knock out the park. There yeah. are you know collectively our our wrestler wrestler of the year the whole roster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, still yeah. still loving Choco Pro here at Wrestling Pod Towers. Indeed, and I, I was surprised, or not surprised, but I was saddened to see Aki and May lose those belts, mm. although it did feel like the right time. Yeah. Um, and I was really pleased that CDK were the team to do it. Yeah. And the fact That's... that they're now double champs is really, really cool. I love that they're carrying those yeah. beautiful purple belts Everywhere. around with them. But, um, you know, that was, I think, many months ago when Pose, like, who's going to beat them? I'd said it's got to be got to be CDK. So I was glad yeah. to be sort of... Uh, that see that come to pass um but then the other huge thing is aki becoming the undisputed super asia champion yeah our man balian aki and not just that but since posting a series of really really good title defenses as well oh yeah i gotta ask though i mean it's been a while since i've talked to aki so i don't know but has he lost it a bit is that why is he jumping off things constantly now (laughs) the guy's the guy's gone crazy. He's he jumping just... off roofs every two seconds. Oh, man, know? that that match was so good. Yo. Yeah, they're really, really good. I just love it. There's perhaps there's, there's few wrestlers 
in the entire universe that I want to see do well. Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's impossible more not so to than Aki. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just wanting to succeed. Um, you know, and it's, it'd be interesting, sort of, do we see much more of, after that match, do we see much more of Minoru Fujita in Chocker Pro? Uh, I certainly hope so. But, you know, he's attracting a lot of interest, clearly, yeah. in doing his thing in DDT as well. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. I'm quite really glad to see him getting that run in DDT. He really kind of proved to be a really versatile talent between, you know, seeing some of his sort of deathmatch work and also yeah. just... How good straight up matches he can produce in Chocolate comedy like, as well. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just so pleased to see him getting that sort of shot currently. So here's the thing Aki's the champion, mm-hmm. but where does this go? Because it feels like to me that the only place it goes is Aki versus May. Yeah, for the oh, title. That's, yeah, that's, that's basically your, your you know, number one. Chocolate Pro biggest... 300. Like, <laughs> That's that's what you've got to build to. Like that's the for me that's the next like big, uh, big sort of building block of Choco Pro is slowly but surely winding your way towards that you know, uh, must happen match. That's the big inevitable clash, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And like, and how do they, as best bros, deal with kind of clashing over that that title? You know. Yeah. Because. Uh, you know, I think May isn't good at losing. No, <laughs> she's, she's she's a bad loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it would be interesting to see. I could see it happening that you know May's just that much more vicious. Mm, you know, mm. Aki will jump off something, but well, May'll kill you. From speaking to Aki, he said they they're all, even when they're teaming, they're trying to outdo one another. So yeah. you know competing against one another in singles competition, I could see things turning turning nasty. Maybe you get like Chocker Pro Civil War, you know, just (laughs) everybody has to pick a side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's go. This would be exciting. Anyway, really good stuff. Yeah, still loving... Still loving Chucky yeah. P. Like just because we haven't been talking, just because you haven't heard us talking about it, doesn't mean we we love it any less. No, not at all, not at all. Um, gosh, we've spoken about lots of bits here. Um, anything else on your mind that you wanted to touch on? Ooh, uh, we're finally going to see some live wrestling <laughs> together. I know. Together, yeah, I haven't been seeing any wrestling since um February of twenty twenty. Gosh, wow! I think, I think the last show was actually. Was was it Chris Brooks? Was it progress? farewell? Yeah, was it pro? Was that was that farewell for for Brooks in um, Brooks versus Karanuwai? Yeah, great match. I think that might have been my last my last show. Goodness, yeah, no, no, that was a while ago, wasn't it? That was a cracking yeah. cracking match. If you haven't checked it out, folks, if you get the opportunity, do seek it out. But yeah, uh, Pro Wrestling Eve, we're going to yes. see. The Killer Queen herself, Emi mm. Sakura, will be there. Our power Emi. And also mm. recent podcast guest Shoko Nakajima the, the on the card as well. Yeah, so excited to see both of those. And obviously, like, that's not to say how good the rest of the uh, Eve locker room is. But, you oh, know, yeah. as soon as those two were announced, it was just, I was the fry for Futurama meme. <laughs> shut, up, shut up and take my money, Eve. Um, yeah, really cool. I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, really, really looking forward to that. Do reach out if you're going. Like, if if there's any anybody else out there heading to that show, maybe we'll look to have a little meet up beforehand for for a pint or a coffee. <laughs> if you Liam. <laughs> Fab. Okay. Well, I think that probably gets us all up to speed broadly. Oh, 
how about you know we just come out of WrestleMania weekend, so we just had uh, ROH making their comeback with Supercard of Honor. Just That's wouldn't very mind just true. chatting about that a little bit before we uh, before we wrap up. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You you're quite right to do so. Yeah, that was a crazy card and mm. seemed to be universally well received. Yes, you know, and seeing the the kind of pay per view buy rates versus what they were doing before oh, this, you know, it's like night day. and day. Um, yeah. You know, what I will say is I, I really enjoyed all the matches and it was a complete clean sweep of title changes, you know, mm. well, I, other than obviously the women's title, because that was just for the interim. Um, oh, but, and the top title. Yeah. Well, you know, because Bandido was the actual lineal champion. Well, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like, but, you know, for the most part, like a clean sweep of like the championships, but yeah, it did kind of unexpectedly the, all the, all the titles ended up on people contracted to AEW or AEW affiliated, but you know, that makes a ton of sense. Um, but all the actual in-ring work was great. The atmosphere was really good. The tag team title match was as good as everybody has been saying it was. Um, really hope we get FTR Briscoe's uh, round two at some point. Uh, Minoru Suzuki winning his first title, US title was That's wild, exciting. isn't it? Yeah. You know, I'm not not too fussed about Rhett Titus, but was uh, glad to see him put him away with that gotch style power driver and pick up the win. But yeah, just a supremely enjoyable show. I think one of the highest compliments I can give to a wrestling show, it was just a really easy watch sure. in the best possible yeah. way. Like no stinkers, nothing outstaying its welcome. You know, everything just really like clicked on that show for me. Yeah, just easy. That's all you want, isn't it? And I think the thing is as well, yeah, I got the impression that the pay-per-view had been arranged prior to mm-hmm. Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor and there's not, tv or anything like that in place so perhaps the move to bring the titles under contract if you like was more of just a short-term protectionism until we've got everything our ducks in a row and we know what's going to happen you know that an example of that is the women's title being on diana perrazzo who yeah you know obviously they can't you know they weren't able to book that evening which, you know, so that's why the interim title situation came up. So, yeah, I can completely understand if you're running the show now, like you would want the titles on talents, you have the, you control their calendar. Yeah. Now, folks, it's up to you. Do we get to continue talking about (laughs) Ring of Honor? (laughs) Or or does that fall under the E banner? Let us know. Tweet us your thoughts. Um, (laughs) I mean, there's no no E in in ROH, so. Look, man, we, we can't be seen to be deferring from our raison d'etre uh we gotta we gotta stick to the plan here um <laughs> all right okay let's uh let's wrap this thing up it's been good to catch up good to talk some wrestling finally yeah um and good to be speaking to just, you fine folks again just just to give you kind of a little uh peek behind the curtains so to speak as to why we've been having sort of trouble sitting down and recording stuff is uh i had my partner over from america and we got engaged while she was here <laughs> Yay! So I've, I've been I've been tough to pin down. <laughs> it's pretty exciting news, though. I was so tempted to put something out on mm. the um, podcast Twitter, but I thought I probably shouldn't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what that does mean moving forward is I'm going to be podcasting from across the Atlantic at some point. Uh, the plan is for me to uh, move and resettle in uh, New Orleans. Wow, geez, I'm not looking forward to those time differences. That's for damn sure. But we'll make it work. No, it's gonna it's gonna be harder on me, I think, than than you. It's good, or else it's gonna be Gara full time. That's mm. for sure. 
no, it's, it's, it's wonderful news. Really, really good stuff. And, you know, nice to have positive things popping yeah, up this year. It's, it's really lovely. It's been really, really nice. So, you know, Liam, start saving. You've got a, you've got a wedding to come to. Uh... Yeah, we need to monetize this podcast and yeah, quickly. Stat. Can we do a cash app? Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know moving forward we're really hopeful that we'll be able to bring you something every friday without these big big gaps because you know we we haven't stopped loving podcasting or wanting to podcast you know just in case there was any any shade of a doubt that anything else was going on it's purely just been logistics log- <laughs> logistical yeah it's just logistics all right friends that does it for this week thanks so much for joining us as always uh, really appreciate any uh, feedback that you can send us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram. It's at wrestling pod, it's wrestling about the E, or an email wrestlingpod at gmail.com. Again, wrestling about the E. All the links are at wrestlingpod.com. Links where to listen, personal Twitters, all that kind of shiz. And also, if you'd be so kind as to leave us a review or a rating on your podcast platform of choice, we'd be eternally grateful. It really does help a lot. And I think that's it. Yes. I believe Fab. so. It's been right. it's been a real treat being <laughs> back with you. All right, gang, we're, we're out. Uh, see you next week. Uh, in the meantime, stay happy, stay safe, enjoy the graps. <laughs>